Me and Kyle have like similar problems. Like I can't remember <laughs> names, and he just mispronounces names. Like Johnny, yeah, that's Jimmy. Johnny. Old Jimmy G. <laughs> it blew my mind again, all over again. You're like, I have Steelers. Well, Wilson's another guy where if Seattle's stupid enough to let him go, I was raving on Russell Wilson in our last episode. Call it now. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> going to Denver. They still got a. Uh... <laughs> Why do I always? Dude, I'm the worst at name. You need to be a top ten quarterback. Absolutely not. I mean, look at my Bears in 2006. When, when he remembers the year. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100. percent I remember that loss. Like it was yesterday. And this is where he's wrong. What you're wrong in and what I'm right in, by the way, everybody give me a hand for being right, um, is that... Welcome to Only Football with Kyle and Rick. This is... What's going on, guys? It's Rick from Only Football coming to you guys live with a brand new episode of Only Football. Today we're going over week 15 predictions. I'm Rich, bitch. Defensive player of the year discussion and... We're going to end it off with, so you're telling me there's a chance. Stay tuned. I was told there's a podcast. <laughs> What's up, Collinsworth? What's up, dude? What's going on? Man, it feels good to be back in the studio. I'm excited to go over all these games, especially with playoffs right around the corner. Yep, yep. I mean, who's getting in? There's only so many spots available. And we're going to talk about that later, but we're going to start off with our week seven games. Oh, week seven. Yeah, week seven <laughs> games. Uh, the, 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 you know, it says week 15, but Kyle said week seven. So let's go for week seven. I think the Broncos <laughs> still have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were the days. Oh, those, those were, were the, the days. days. <laughs> when I still had something to have hope in. <laughs> when I still thought the Bears were going to win, too. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Oh, yeah. So, like Kyle said, week seven, he was wrong, but... You know, let's go over week 15, and we're going to start off with Thursday night football. We have got the 49ers at the Seahawks. 49ers, Brock Purdy, getting all of San Francisco, Brock hard for Purdy. Um, you put that well. I, I, I love it. Yeah, I, I'm so good at that. Did you I make just, that up? I did. I really did. You really? I'm not even kidding right now. Like, for the pie, I'm being dead serious. Mm -hmm. You need to, like, make sure. That you stop saying that until you like <laughs> until I put a copyright on yeah. it. <laughs> Everyone from San Francisco, don't you dare! Don't, you <laughs> don't even dare. think about don't it. Don't even look at it. <laughs> we'll um, get to that segment later too. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but 49ers with Brock Purdy, they looked really good in his first official start. The Seahawks are kind of on a downward spiral. Yes. Gino is looking a little bit worse. Who are you taking in on, on this Thursday night football uh, uh, game? All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at my play sheet and then channel my inner 
head coach. I'm where's, call, your, where's your armband? Call the play. No, that's the quarterback. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's I'm right, the coach. Right. I got to have yeah, make sure the, you have the yeah, headset on. I got to have the headset and I got to be covering my mouth so you can't read my lips because they're <laughs> yeah. so paranoid, right? <laughs> One hand on the hip. All right. But seriously, this is my play sheet because it has a lot of good info. Mm -hmm. And the info I'm using is the last three games. Why am I not using season data? Because I don't care what you did in week two, right? Yeah, it's a, it's exactly. a different time of year. It's different football. The weather's changing. Teams are changing. Injuries are happening. I want to know what have you done for me lately? And when I look at Seattle and I see that they're the 30th ranked defense in the last three games. Oh, my God. 30th. I mean, that is – you can only be two worse, right? I mean, that's, that's like – That's bottom of the barrel right there. That is bottom of the barrel. We're scraping. Now, their offense is ranked fourth, mm -hmm. but this is the last three games, okay? Yeah. So, the last – the first game and the second game on this last three games, they had Kenneth Walker. They had Dallas. They had a running game. Yep. They lost that running game. They lost Kenneth Walker. He's not going to be back that I know of, that, right? That we know of. Yeah, that's right. That we which, know of. Which becomes really important <laughs> in this prediction, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, and as I'm, I'm telling you this, I'm just going to – Pull it up right now. Seahawks to get top running back, Kenneth Walker back for 49ers. All right. Well, that's huge. Um, but I'm looking at a 49ers defense that is emotions <laughs> with. <laughs> you also have to look angry all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I got to throw it down. <laughs> but, yeah. um, okay. So you got, you got a 49ers team. Their defense right now, number mm -hmm. one. Number one defense in the last three games, and it's really been the number one defense of the season. So yep. this isn't yep. a small sample size. This is a big picture. This this 49ers defense is good enough to win all of their games because the reality is, and this isn't the sexy part of what people love about football, but if you can keep your opponents from scoring zero points, in some cases, like the mm -hmm. shutout they had two games ago, or less than 10, you don't need Brock Purdy to do that much. And he went in and – I already talked about it. I yep, was like, he did yep. not play to not lose. That kid's got something about him. It's special. His, I think having a defense like that and the weapons he has has given him a confidence that we're not accustomed to seeing from seventh round last pick guys. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to go with San Francisco to keep rolling right now. Yeah, and I agree. I, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers as well. You know, you, you mentioned how he went into, the, into his first official start and they were like, hey, you all you got to do is manage. All yeah. you have to really do is not mess this up. You don't have to – don't throw interceptions. Don't fumble the ball. He went and he balled out. You know, if you guys uh, follow us on uh, uh, YouTube, you saw a video that we posted up about, like, his start and everything, right? Like, he just – he was looking really good during his start. Um, and with all the talent around him, even though I think Debo is hurt, but, I mean, you still have so many weapons on that San Francisco team. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm taking the 49ers to beat the Seahawks. Like you said, their defense is ranked 30th. Kenneth Walker may or may not be in. We yeah. don't know, right? Who else do they have? DK, but Gino's been looking a little worse. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Um, um, but, I mean, that's kind of it. it, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's it. Like, they have running backs, but nowhere near what Kenneth Walker has done this year. Yeah, and the problem is, like, Gino Smith has digressed in the last couple games. He right? has. Um, Sounds like he's coming back down to earth, man. He's coming back down to earth a little bit. I think yeah. so. And on top of that, if you're looking for a guy to kind of get momentum and get back to like the highs that he was playing, it's not going to happen against the 49ers and Nick no, Bosa. Their defense is so good. Yeah. I mean, so you good. saw what they did to the, to Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. I, 
not even Tom Brady. Look what they do to everybody. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would mm-hmm. that change? I, I don't expect for Geno Smith. Yeah, I don't yeah. Expect of all the quarterbacks, but I mean, look what Brock Purdy did, right? So you never know. Yeah, and especially again in this year but of Brock of Purdy NFL, did that with his defense. Seattle's true. got a terrible defense. So that's true. That's true. I guess I don't see this game. So I was gonna say, like, if it gets into a shootout, that's when you worry about Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, okay, now the pressure is on you. Can you score points? But I don't think they can get into a shootout with the best defense in the NFL. No, absolutely The best not. they can do is score 17, probably. I could buy 17. Yeah, yeah. Whenever DK kind of, you know, balls out a little bit, I can definitely buy that. Yeah, DK maybe <clears throat> has, a you know, a couple good catches. But I do think that it's going to be a low-scoring game. Just yeah. it has to be. So moving on from that game, um, actually, I, do wanna, I did want to share with you the over on that game's 43 points. So – they're projecting a 20 to 23 game. I think that's on the high side, at least for one well, of those teams. Unless you got the 49ers scoring 30 plus again. Yeah, unless it's, it's 31 like, to 10, then you're still yeah. under. So fun week in the NFL, actually. And as we're getting into the next game, uh, Saturday games are oh, a thing this week. Uh, yeah, we totally have, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we have three total Saturday games. And I didn't realize that until I'm kind of writing down the notes. And I was like, what are these? Why is it? Oh, Saturday games. And you had told me about that. Yeah, triple header. Yeah. And you, I forget when you told me about that. It was either one of our live streams or one of our actual like um, um, episodes, right? Something yeah. like that. Um, but three Saturday games and we start off Colts at Vikings. The Colts trash team. Sorry, Chris. Uh, we were arguing <laughs> in the comments not too long ago about the Colts and the Bears. Going against the Vikings, who just came off that loss as underdogs at home against uh, the Lions. Or were they at home? I forget. I think they were in Detroit. The Detroit was at home. Detroit was at home. So the, the Vikings were still underdogs. They have the better record. They have what's supposed to be the better team. But they have right. the worst differential of a team with that record, right? So they're, they're taking on the Colts at home. Um, I don't really – I mean, do you want to start or do you want me to kind of go with my pick first? Um. I'll let you go first because I am I'm curious to to where you're gonna go with this game because yeah it, it seems like Minnesota could be doing one or two things mm-hmm. and I don't wanna I want to hear what you gotta say about it. The Minnesota defense, like I said all year long, has been sus. They are just bad. They're just just plain bad. Um I love their offense. I love what Kirk Cousins is, has done this year, and Kirk Cousins had almost what four hundred yards last week on his own passing yeah and his defense just kind of let him down right so two things the defense is going to be a recipe for disaster will come playoffs but the Colts are also just like just like a walking l pretty much so i think i'm I'm taking the vikings purely based on their offense because the defense and the offense on the Colts side can't really get anything done they still got matt ryan he looks like like he just looks like an old man back there and he's he's got a line is you know and and who i forget who we were talking about i think we were talking or who we were talking with during one of our live streams can't remember who it was i'm sorry uh uh it it was one of the guys on on here commenting with us but the colts offensive line is doing him no favors back there so yeah which is something we haven't seen in a while colts was like known for their own line especially last last season five years yeah like yeah i mean there were andrew luck was that was the reason Andrew Luck was having a great career until he retired. So I, as much as this defense for the Vikings, isn't that great. Um, I think they're going to actually get to Matt Ryan, get some pressure on him and make it 
basically I, I don't want to say a lopsided win because the Colts have actually surprised us this year in a couple couple games, but I will call it a 10 to 14 point win by the Vikings against Colts. Okay. I have a little bit of a different take. Uh oh, here we go. Now the the Vikings. Okay, mm-hmm. they started mm-hmm. was it eight and one? They lost to the Eagles week two on Monday night. Yeah. And that double header week, that they moved week four. Or no, week like two. Week two. It? Because it was a double header Monday night football that they moved in mm-hmm. order for Russell Wilson's return to Seattle be the only game on one Monday night week oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. usually it's like every year they do a double header on yeah, week yeah, one. Yeah, okay. So that's how I know it's week two. Mm-hmm. But then they won like all their games all the way to the bye week. Mm-hmm. So not like they did. They won all their games in the bye week. And a lot of people are like, okay, <clears throat> let's really, I mean, let's talk about, you know, the, the opponent, mm-hmm. how well they are. They were just not a lot of great teams that they're beating, but Hey, you can only beat who's on your schedule. Exactly. And they got, yeah. they got the job done. And there's something to be said. These are NFL teams. Like, yeah, I don't care if you beat all the, you know, bottom half teams in the NFL. You, look what Houston almost did to Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it means something to keep winning. Yep. Then great example. You get the bye week over, and then you 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 saw the uh, Thursday game, the yes. Thanksgiving game in, against New England. New England's not like I would say they're like 16, 17. They're in that mid. They're not like they're in the lower mid of the yeah. yeah like yeah. New England's not a team that you can like not prepare for. Mm-hmm. Like you do have to watch film and like take them serious because they'll beat you absolutely. Especially with Belichick, he's not going to be unprepared. He's That's not going to just roll over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're able to kind of get in that fight with, with New England and then come out on top. And that kind of meant a lot. As a fan, I was like, hey, like, if they can get into a game like that, playing a tough opponent, like, I don't care about what people are saying about their lesser <clears throat> opponents. Yeah. What they did in New England is is admirable if you're a Vikings fan. That's what you want to see. Yeah. And yeah. the loss that they just had to Detroit, I think because they're an underdog and then they lost the game. And then didn't they lose the week before? I'm trying Against to remember. The... Pull that I'll up really check. quick. Yep, I'll pull it up. Um, because I think I think they only had one loss, and then they got another one. And I'm trying to figure out where it was. I think the Vikings were. That actually... was the Lions. That's last week. Yeah, yeah. The, the right. week before. Oh, the that. week prior. Got yeah, it. yeah. I got it. Okay. Yep. Um. So, I think the Lions what people aren't giving credit for to the Vikings right now mm-hmm. is how good the Lions are playing. Yeah. The Lions have the third ranked defense in the last three games mm-hmm. and they have a, a 15 defense. They're 15 right now in points a lot versus on the season, they're 30th. Yeah. So ever since they started turning the ball over and forcing those takeaways that we talked about on this show, Vikings won, they beat the jets. They beat the jets. Yeah. yeah okay. They, um, so, That'll be interesting, though, because now Detroit plays the Jets. Yeah. So Detroit beat the Vikings. So, I mean, you would think they can beat the Jets. Vikings could, but that's not how matchups work. Exactly. But Um, we will get to that. Yeah. So I'm thinking people are like, oh, I don't know. Like, the fact that you had to think about this game and you're like, Indy, but Minnesota's got a good defense. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, Minnesota's going to beat the shit out of the Colts. (laughs) Yeah. And and the reason we're low on them right now, this is a good time to, to buy Minnesota. Mm-hmm. If, if they're a stock mm-hmm. because they had a, a non-attractive win against the jets and then they lost to the lions yeah, and everyone's did. just kind of like 
yeah, Minnesota's going to linger around. They're going to win the division, but they'll be one and done. Yeah. I'm not sure because I've seen them when they're firing on all cylinders and in a shootout with Buffalo in Buffalo. Yeah. And I've seen them win those games. Yeah. There's things to like look at. There's evidence there where you're like, they can keep up if they really, really want to. Yeah. Right. But their defense isn't going to be. They're back in Minnesota. Skull. Skull. And. That team plays different at home. Justin Jefferson gets going. He, mm-hmm. he plays really well. And I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. And I would challenge you, find any Super Bowl-winning team in the last 10 years that didn't have some kind of, like, low of the season. The only one I can think of, Super Bowl winner, um, it was actually – they were the Super Bowl loser, and it was the Patriots when they went 16-0. and Oh, they yeah, lost yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's the only one I can think of. Like, I think about the Broncos just because it's my team. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even believe that we were in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. we had Brock Eisenhower yeah. starting, like, seven games that season. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, this yeah. is just – if Minnesota wins the Super Bowl this year, think about how we thought about Cincinnati last year around this time of year. No one took them serious. It was like, Cincinnati yeah. will make it, but who cares? But it's, it was a little different because Minnesota are the, are the division leaders. The Bengals weren't. The Bengals were a wild card team. This is a Viking well, team that is like built to win now, whereas the Bengals were like, "Holy, holy shit, that's a surprise." But that's my point. Is like when Cincinnati was in, the, like, if I told you right now, Minnesota wins the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? What would what would your first thing that comes to mind? I'd be, be so surprised. Exactly, and that's how everyone felt about Cincinnati getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So that's my comparison there. I do think that Super Bowl teams and teams that can compete for Super Bowls are going to have a, you know, some kind of like roadblock mm-hmm. and you almost need those or you'll end up like the 16-0 Patriots. Yeah. You need some the most important game exactly. of your season. So, that's my take on that. I got Minnesota winning this one by a good margin. Sounds good. Then I'll put you down for the Vikings. All right. Next Saturday game up, we have got the Ravens going to Cleveland taking on the Browns for another AFC North divisional matchup. Um, the Browns day uh, week two of the Deshaun Watson experiment. Yep. Uh, they took the L I believe last week. They did lost to Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati was, yeah, that was another AFC North. A lot of division matches matchups, especially towards the end of the season. I think the NFL just does this because it's like, Hey, division races are tight. Yeah. Uh, playoff races are Needs tight. Separation. Yep. So I do think though that I, I said to Sean Watson, <laughs> I asked you, I was like, when is he going to get back into his season form? Mm-hmm. I do think he, he looked all right. I was watching his highlights, you know, just he a couple hours ago. Too. He, he looked, looked good. Fine. Yeah. He threw for 300 and like 20 yards. Exactly. So I think maybe this game against the Ravens and is a Ravens team that is like struggling on offense right now. Yeah. This is not the normal for the Ravens, really. It's like rush, 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 touchdowns, and defense. Yeah. Right now, they're struggling on both sides of the ball. They got their backup quarterback in. They got their backup, backup, I think, last week, but hopefully it's their backup, Tyler Huntley. Tyler or Huntley's supposed something to be back like in the game. He's playing. So that is what's going on. We've got Saturday. the Ravens. Yeah, Saturday, we got the Ravens going to Cleveland to take on Deshaun Watson with a backup quarterback. What do you think? I man, I don't know. I don't know. This is actually you have to know. That's literally is, what we're doing. This is one of the <laughs> toughest ones. You son of a no. Uh, <laughs> one of the toughest matchups. I think we're gonna have to try to predict this week. And I think I'm taking the Browns at home. I think Deshaun Watson actually like puts up points on the board like I, a lot. Have you seen School of Rock? Yeah. You know the scene where um, the principal's telling Jack Black that there's a teacher's 
student parent student parent oh, yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't thinking about going to that. <laughs> and she's like, you have you're to go. Teacher. You're the teacher. That's right. You That's have I, to know. Yeah. You're the guy on the podcast. That's what I thought when you were like, I don't know what. To, I don't uh, know. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm going to let like, you take it. <laughs> you're like, bro, you're the teacher. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I'm taking the brows at home, man. I, I They might get, uh, they might steal a win here against the, the, the division leaders. Well, the Browns are favored to win. So this should be your underdog of the week. Right? Should be. But it's not. But it's not. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, the Browns are favored by three points. They're minus three right now. <sighs> Let's see. What what does the play sheet say? The play sheet <laughs> says that Baltimore's the last three games, the 23rd ranked offense, and Cleveland's the 31st. Okay. The play sheet says that their defense is ranked eighth and the Browns are ranked ninth. Which means this is a don't touch it. Ooh. This is a don't touch it. Is and this your don't touch it? Absolutely. Oh, all right. Well, now we got his don't touch it. You just see, and actually. <clears throat> actually, I, no, you already have a don't touch it. There's three. There's three of them. And I'll say there's three matchups where you look at the offense and the defense, and it's like they're 10 and they're nine. And then yeah. on offense, they're 30 and they're 31. And it's yeah. like, don't yeah. go near that. Yeah. Because you just, that's, that's gambling. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now. We're just going to go with our gut because we have to make a pick. But we're no different than the experts, the professionals. No one knows what's going to happen. No, There's yeah. nobody that has the secret about this game. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Browns. Browns, I knew it. I don't think Deshaun Watson goes 0-3 in his first three starts. I think being at home, Brown, yeah. they're going to want to play really well. We've seen the Browns play well at home against mm-hmm. Cincinnati, against the Bengals. They <clears throat> beat them. They play, they play different when they're playing at home, mm-hmm. and this is going to be a night mm-hmm. game. The light's on. I can feel the, the the juice in Cleveland, potentially. I like it. I like it. And then we end off. Is Nick our... Chubb healthy? He's still healthy, but he just hasn't gotten the ball. If Nick Chubb's healthy, I, I expect him to have a big game. He better, man, because I win the playoffs. He the better, playoffs. man. I can't afford this. I need this. <laughs> I need Chubb to, get, get to give me a Chubb. That's yeah. what I need <laughs> this week. Uh, but let's end it. With our Saturday games, with another, I think I think this is just a great, great rivalry matchup coming Shit. up. Dolphins. This is the last Saturday game. My bad, guys. I was like, the lights will be on. It's nighttime. It's gonna be four oh, o'clock. Oh, come on. I guess eventually the lights will come on by they, halftime. They'll absolutely, be they'll be. But on. that's not what yeah, I meant. Yeah, they no, know you'll that fine. you'll be fine. <laughs> um, we've got the Dolphins at Bills for another AFC matchup. Now, the Dolphins beat the Bills their first time up. So. The Bills are at home this time. This is an important matchup for the AFC East, even though I think the Bills will eventually take the crown. Um, but the Bills are coming off a stretch of games where they are looking better. They're finally looking like the team in the offseason where we're like, hey, this team's actually going to make it. Yeah, sure, they've won a couple close games. Yeah, uh, You know, Josh Allen has not, hasn't made the same mistakes he did during the really, during that, that like middle of the season where, where I was like, okay, what's going on here? Right. Um, The Dolphins did get a loss, I believe, right. Last week they took that. Oh yeah. We watched it live. Yes, we did watch live. You're right. It was a Thursday night game. I'm so sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Ginger Ninja. What's going on, man? Uh, Let's Let's go Colts. Colts. There you go. It was Ginger Ninja. I was talking to you about the offensive line. So yeah. Um, but what's up, man? Welcome to the stream. Thanks for joining, brother. Um, so they took the L. I, I, I don't. I can't see the the Dolphins taking 
two losses in a row, but I also can't see them losing or, or three beating three in a row, beating the Bills at home twice in a row in, in Buffalo. So you can't see Miami beating the Bills twice, but you can see Miami losing three in a row. Yeah. So you're this once is again, a tough one. You have, you have to no go, idea, You're the but, teacher. We're gonna but, make that a clip yeah, that I can pull up. Teacher. <laughs> I'm going with the Bills at home just because they're hey, there we go. I'm going with the Bills at home. I'm taking the Bills. All right. And you could put that on Bible. This is <laughs> that just got super gangster. <laughs> this is what I'll say this about is... Buffalo. You got the one thing you have in common with Buffalo, mm-hmm. seven inches. They're getting seven inches of snow. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I have that in common. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You're giving me too much credit. There, this, is, uh, this, is, this is the best episode of Only Football we've ever had. The best. Thanks for being here with us. <laughs> all right. So in all seriousness, it's going to snow. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that's in Buffalo. And this mm-hmm. is a Miami team. That is not used to snow. Yep. I think about their quarterback, Tua Tungavaloa. He was their quarterback in Alabama. Alabama, not a cold place, but also don't play in a dome. Like, yeah, he might have. He's might have played in like 45, 50. It's gonna be Buffalo snow. Buffalo snow's different. Built different. Built different. Buffalo snow makes their neighbors have to go shovel for the players to even get to the game <laughs> to get them on the to plane. evacuate. <laughs> To get to Detroit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they ended up going two days in a row. And I did look it up. I forgot to tell you. It's only an hour flight from Buffalo to Detroit. Really? Yeah, it said like one hour, 20 oh, minutes. Because okay. so you were like, you why would on, they go back? Yeah, but they got the their families job. at home. Like, imagine you wanting to go home to your wife. You don't want to be like, hey, I'm staying in Buffalo for or Detroit for yeah, seven no, more days. Yeah, that's, true. that's um, true. Okay, so moving on, though, from that. I do think that Buffalo wins this game. Buffalo is moving the ball again. Uh, 11th ranked offense, not number one like they were all year. This is just yeah. the last three games, Ginger. The last three games, Buffalo's 11, but they're number three on defense. Mm-hmm. So they haven't had Von Miller since Thanksgiving, the second half of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So he's been out, what is it, one and a half games, two and a half games? Two and a half. And they're still ranked third. So Von Miller at this point kind of feels like um, – if you're like super wealthy and you have two, three like sports cars and one of them dies, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, I'll just you're take like, the Benz. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> although I do think that he would have been key to their success come time to play the Chiefs in the championship yeah, game. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so it, it is a it is a blow, but I don't think it's anything that look Miami's <clears throat> getting exposed right now. They are. Let's just call it what it is, Miami. I wouldn't say is getting exposed for losing the game that they lost two weeks ago yeah. when they played San Francisco, mm-hmm. even though they kind of did get exposed because they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Cause I would just be like, well, the 49ers are just that good. Right. Yeah, they, they are that good. But the chargers like, what are we doing? Yeah. Here? Okay. Yeah. Now it feels like, close. yeah. Now it feels close. like they're <laughs> going to be like, there's a lot of pressure to fix it. You know what I mean? And they're, they're having that late season stumble that the Bills had mid-season. Yeah. It's kind of bad. Yeah. And I don't think the Bills had it this bad because they lost – who did they, – they lost to the Vikings on a fluke because Josh yeah. Allen fumbled yeah. the knee. He was yeah. supposed to be drowning the clock out, and he fumbled it. Yep, that's correct. Um, And their defense made a really key stand there, like the type of stand that makes you win a game. It's really rare that a quarterback fumbles the – 
the uh, the snap when he's trying to kill the clock. And then <laughs> yeah, that's true. and then I think they lost like one after that. But it was really like, yeah, they didn't go undefeated. But like, I don't think the Bills did what the Dolphins just did on against a Chargers team. Like, mm. they looked bad. Yeah, I mean, we watched the whole game and it was like, he you must have had under two hundred yards passing. It seemed like. Again, they had the worst first half, I think, of all season that they've had. Yeah, so I, I don't expect them now to go into Buffalo, which will be a hostile environment because yeah, yeah. all the Miami fans have been blowing up the Twitter feed because they beat Buffalo and they mm-hmm. talked all this shit and Buffalo has been like, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you in December. Like, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. And now it's time and mm-hmm. it's going to be snowing and Buffalo's going to win. And I don't think the game's within like, I'm going to say over eight. I'm going to say they could win by like 10. I don't think it's going to be like no last second field goal, no two minute drive. I think Buffalo's got the game locked up by like 10 minutes left in the fourth. It's like, okay, this is not, this isn't like going to be a close one. So I like it. I like it. I like that prediction. It's bold. And, but it also like, you got, you got stuff to back it up against Miami. So let's move on to our Sunday morning games. We're going to start off with the Falcons at the saints in new Orleans. Two teams in the NFC South that somehow still have a shot at the division title, <laughs> even at week 15. It's insane uh, with the Bucks kind of just Thank like. Giselle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks Giselle. Um, <laughs> honestly, at this point, any team in the NFC South can take it. But it was so funny because like at one point we were like, hey, the Falcons can take it. Oh, man, the Saints look good. Oh, wait, the Bucks are still the Bucks. This is the Panthers coming up. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is but it'd this be is, awesome to be in that division as a Bears fan. Oh, I'd love You'd it like, so much. It would literally be the best thing ever. Um, but so we've got the Falcons visiting New Orleans. They're gonna go on to Bourbon Street, get absolutely trashed, and then not be able to perform. And then just not show up to the game. So it's gonna be a, a forfeit. No, I'm kidding. So <laughs> that's I, what happens in Vegas <laughs> when the Raiders. I don't know who to take here. Another one, right? Kyle? Yeah, I, this is <laughs> Oh, you, oh, you're oh. the teacher. I thought you were saying you're like this is teacher. another don't touch it. Yeah, we, we got to get more in sync. I apologize. No, no, no. Oh. Honestly, if I have to pull this up, you're gonna be surprised at how many times we have to say that. That's true, <laughs> especially with this with this type of. Sorry, we're just we're about to destroy the table. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, <laughs> but I'm taking the home team again because you said it. I think last week during one of our episodes or one of the live streams, you got to take the home team when you don't when you when you don't know who yes. to pick. Yes, and the Falcons have fallen off completely. Mariota is no longer how he started off. This is kind of similar to the Panthers of last year where we had Darnold start off hot and just fall completely off. Mariota has done that same thing. And again, we look to that Falcons-Panthers game where the Panthers' defense went up. Their stock went up. Their offense, or at least their running game, and went good up. good on you for calling that. Yeah. Because I, I, thought you were, I thought you were crazy when you took Seattle. I yeah. thought you were fucking out of your mind. <laughs> Seattle. Or uh, Carolina. Carolina. To beat yeah. Seattle. I was like, dude, yeah. there's no way that Carolina beats a shitty team and now they're going to go into Seattle and, and win a game. And, and you were like, I got Carolina. I like what I'm seeing. And I was and, like, okay, the man. And the running game showed up. So, yeah. So we have that again. And DJ but, Moore's chemistry with Sam Darnold. Oh, just, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, But I'm taking the Saints in this one. The Falcons just don't do it for me. And Andy Dalton has actually played pretty well in his couple starts as of recently so i'm taking the saints at home yeah new orleans hasn't been very good offensively in the last three games they've been pretty bad like about as bad as you can get pretty much 29 oh, Jesus. but i'm gonna i'm gonna take the saints too because they're the home team and they've actually been playing really good defensive football in the last couple of games okay so 
Yeah, last couple of games, they're the seventh-ranked defense, which is top ten. And you, like you said, you talk about the struggles of Mariota. You talk about mm-hmm. them not getting Cordell Patterson involved. And you, if they're playing a good defensive team at home, mm-hmm. crowds into it, everyone shouting defense. I expect more. I, I expect a lot of turnovers in this game. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I would say New Orleans forces two turnovers, and I say whoever wins the turnover battle in this game, yeah. wins the game. All right. Let's move on to which is New Orleans, which is New Orleans. So two to one or two to two to one or two to zero. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing up gang signs over here. I know we're in (laughs) Chicago, but chill. Um, Next game up, we just talked about the Panthers. They're at home against the Steelers. And for all the reasons I just named in the last game, I'm taking the Panthers again at home. Sam Darnold is actually playing pretty well. The running game is still good. The the, the, D, the DJ Moore connection, like you mentioned, the defense is playing very well. TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick for the Steelers side can't do this all on their own. Yeah. And unless I'm mistaken, I don't think uh, – uh, what's his name? Um, Pickett is playing for is, – is starting. It might be Trubisky again. And we saw what Trubisky had last week when he came in. Three interceptions. Don't get me wrong. He did lead a, a really nice offensive drive there to, to – I think they scored on that offensive drive for the Steelers. They don't – they can't beat the Panthers at home with that defense. They just can't. So I'm taking the Panthers at home to beat the Steelers. Yeah, this is going to definitely be a Pittsburgh win. Mike Tomlin doesn't lose three games in a row. These are just one of those things that like somehow, some way, it's just very, very unlikely that he'll lose a third game in a row. It's okay. just look at his track record and you only have like over a decade worth of material to sift through. I mean, he's, and if he does lose three in a row, mm-hmm. it's not going to be to Carolina. Like there's been an, like Sam Darnold comes in, teams weren't prepared for him. <clears throat> and you, you see that a lot, but can he do it a third week in a row? We saw Sam Darnold start a whole season last year. And, he, and that, you know, <laughs> that was rough when you can game rough. plan for him. He's not a hard guy to shut down. And like like you said, there's no secret recipe. They're just going to run the ball with mm-hmm. Hubbard and uh, the other guy. Can't yeah, think I can't right. think of his name either. They're, yeah. they're just going to run the ball, run the ball, and mm-hmm. then they're going to do play action and get DJ Moore involved because they do have good chemistry. But I expect Pittsburgh to be ready for that. And oh, okay. I expect Trubisky, you know, not being on the scout offense, getting the first team reps potentially yeah, this yeah, week. yeah. I expect him to go out there and play better. I, I'm going to take Trubisky wow. and his experience over wow. Sam Darnold because now both teams are properly preparing for one another. So are you taking the Steelers more on Trubisky or more on Mike Tomlin doesn't lose this many in a row? It's like it's both. It's hard to pick. It's hard to it's pick. Like, it's definitely Mike Tomlin because if it was Kenny Pickett, I would pick the Steelers as well. Okay. Maybe I might go Steelers but, too, but – But know. I'm not thinking that like Trubisky like loses the game. So like, oh okay. Because I said Mike Tom, it, because of Mike Tomlin, I would have picked him whether it was Trubisky mm-hmm. or it was Kenny Pickett. But if I wasn't like, if I was really low on uh, Mitch Trubisky, then there's a scenario where I would have went to Carolina once he okay. started. But I'm not going to. So okay. I mean, I think I think some of the people probably agree with that. I I think Mitch Trubisky is literally out there trying to prove that he can be serviceable. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I bet you a million dollars in his head. He's still trying to prove that he can be an NFL starting quarterback. I mean, he's still trying to prove that he was worth that, what, second overall pick in that draft? Yeah. 
it's tough to come back from that, but he's trying. He's, he's trying. trying. So we got to give him credit. That'll be a fun too. game to watch too. I think so. Yeah, I think it would be a good one. They seem so evenly matched. Yeah. Uh, our next game, nowhere near evenly matched. We've got the oh, Eagles God, going to Soldier Field. Eagles going to Soldier Field to take on the Bears. Justin Fields is back. He did start Woo! that game against, yeah, finally, something. Yes! Something to look forward to. What if to. he beats the Eagles? Holy crap! If he beats Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, you'll see me hammered on the next live stream. <laughs> what if he scores um, 48 fantasy points and they win? I'm going to be mad because I think I'm starting the uh josh allen overfields in this game oh my gosh we should go to the game let's just do it <laughs> <laughs> that's called insanity everybody what so, if we did <laughs> uh the eagles going to the bears the really the only thing to look forward to as a bears fan is that justin fields is playing whether or not that's a good thing i don't know their defense is really good the the, the eagle side right but justin fields is also very elusive he's been able to get points on the ground and actually get points through the air as well. Hidden commit Mooney is out for the season, but hitting Mooney, he's still got uh, uh Byron Pringle. He's still got, he, he's yet. Uh, yeah. Like I said, commit. Oh, yeah. um, he also has uh Claypool there who, who he threw to a lot last, uh, not last week, but the week prior to that before the bye week. So he's got some weapons, but I just can't see this Eagles team losing against the bears. The Eagles are kind of hitting their stride. And this is after that loss for the commanders. So they were, and, but and they, they were struggling the last couple games, but they're finally hitting their stride going to the playoffs. They're going to win out up until week nine, 18, sit all their starters week 18, go into the playoffs with a number one seed. And it's just going to be another win for the Eagles. And it's going to be another loss for the bears. So I'm taking the Eagles on this one. Kyle's about to say something crazy. <laughs> I could see it in his eye. Look at that. Look at that. I wish I could zoom in on you and your crazy eye. <laughs> I This is one of those things where, like, you can't explain it, but you look at the game on paper yeah. and, like, you can just – you can see it. His like coach's being, sheet. You, you see – do you ever do that, though? Like, you saw, like, there was a Pittsburgh game earlier in the season. I took Pittsburgh. I was like, you can just, like, almost see it happening. See the things so, aligning. Like, Chicago-Philly. Yeah. Just has like the makings for a good game. It just sounds like two big cities of big pride going against each other. Yeah, Justin Fields, and you don't want to be the hunted. You no. want to. You don't want to be the hunted. You want to yeah. lay low like the Bengals and just win your games and just keep it on the down low. Right yeah. now, everybody, especially teams that aren't in the playoffs, especially teams that have nothing left to prove. You talk about a game where you can earn some pride points. Yep. Beat the best team in the NFL at home. Give me the Bears by one. <laughs> I I think the I think every time Kyle has picked the Bears, they've won. Some I, like I'm mad because I feel like the Bears are gonna win now, but I'm also like, you're an idiot. Because it's the Eagles. But if you take the Bears, I mean I hope Hey, if the if, commanders can do it. Well, they got a better defense. They have a much better defense. That's what I'm saying. Justin Fields is Jalen Hurts, though. I mean, in a sense, sure. Like, Jalen Hurts has more weapons. <laughs> Don't talk me out of it, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. The Bears are going to have to play their best game of the season. I don't, I'm not discrediting that. The Bears are going to have to play like a team you haven't even seen this year. This is what I'm I just will saying. Say. It's Christmas time. It's going to be cold. 
Like the Bears fans are gonna. Why is he have, talking me into this? Right the now? Bear fans are gonna have signs that say like, "All I want for Christmas is a Bears win." The fans are gonna be in it. Fields wins this game. There's no way. And that is the turning point. You think it already happened because of how good he's played this season? You don't know what a turning point is until he beats Justin or until he beats Jalen Hurts. You will see a turning point. And no one will ever question, not just Bears fans. They're yeah. sold. Yeah. The league will never question Justin Fields again. I like where you're going with that. Although I think the Bears already had their best game against the Dolphins in a loss. Because you haven't seen this yet. It hasn't happened yet, Rick. Anything could happen this year. Anything could happen. So, I got the Eagles. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> Let's go into our next game. Am I a Bears fan? Which... <laughs> you got the flag. <laughs> you know what? I should have put this on when I made my pick. Lee, Lee Corso, when he puts on the... Yeah. Give me. And then, like, reach down. They're like, I know you guys only have two helmets. <laughs> you guys have nothing else. Uh, we can start getting bobbleheads and start putting them in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, eBay. Uh, uh, eBay. eBay, two bucks. Fans, or send it to send us. It to us. Send yeah. it to us. Um, next game up, we got the Chiefs visiting Houston to go against the lowly Texans. We don't have to spend time on this, right? We don't have to spend too much time on this. I think we both got the Chiefs. Yes. Okay, cool. So we both got the Chiefs. I, the Chiefs. We could talk, just out of respect for the Texans, we could talk about their two defensive players that they drafted this year came up big against uh, the, Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yes. They do have young guys that deserve to get uh, some credit. And they did. Dude, the Texans had a really good draft this year. They had a lot of picks for that Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they did. They did. Um, and there was a team that the Jets, they jumped ahead of the Texans mm -hmm. in the first round to get Bryce, Bryce White, or no, something Lee White or something. Some playmaker, yeah. somebody that the Jets picked up. If you looked up their first round picks, it wasn't um, it wasn't the two names that you're thinking of. It was like another Petre, guy. Petre. I something like that, right? The the yeah, the, the, the for the Texans, the ones who made the safety, right? We're talking yeah. about the safety. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Jets first round. I just wanna. I just actually wanted to say this over here. <laughs> Jalen Petre. No. Oh yeah. Uh, Derek you know Stingley what? Jr. It's given me two thousand. They didn't get Garrett Wilson this year, did they? No, Garrett Wallow. No, I. Uh... So bad at names. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Texans fans, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Honestly, like the fact that we're even going this deep into the, it. Yeah, the like... fact that we, the, the fact that I typed something about the Texans tells you that we give a shit, but we don't care that much about the Texans. Yeah, so they got Garrett Wilson, and that was the Jets. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about the Jets. No, we're talking. Oh about my the... god, <laughs> I'm done. I am done. Why did it send me to a Jets fucking thing? All right. The Texans got really good draft picks. Their young guys are playing really well. It has nothing really to do with their ass getting whooped by the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. But it's just as a future building block type thing. Yeah, It was something that was noted in week 14. We're talking about week 15. Mm -hmm. I expect these young playmakers to stay in the game. Um, <laughs> one of them's getting like a lot of sacks. He had two sacks <clears throat> against the Cowboys. Yeah, And um, it's a young team, but if you're a Texans fan, it's – in a losing season, you want to be able to point at things and be like, that's good. Like that's Justin good for Fields. Next year. Yeah, yeah right? that's good for next You're year. Like, that's a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to be like, well, like I have nothing to be happy about. You I mean, they got, they got Damien Pierce. 
They got Petray on the defensive side. They 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 had I think probably Petray's him. Yeah, that, that was a safe. So the Jets jumped them to get um, Garrett Wilson. It, I I don't think it was Garrett Wilson, mm. but it was somebody on defense. I think it was Jermaine Johnson, the Florida State linebacker or okay. something, defensive okay. end. And they're like, oh, they're they're dumb, and they just mm. stayed where they were put, got an extra pick, and got the stud. Okay, Petrie. Okay. So, like, it worked out for the Texans is what I'm saying because it was a risk whenever you and, let someone jump you. And he, Yeah. No, you're right. And, and like you said, they have to take things from this season to go into next year and be like, let's highlight this. Kind of like the Lions did last year co- coming into this season, right? Like, they yeah. have weapons. So, depending on their draft, too, they're going to have a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of good things to look back on. But their draft even, is already – they're getting Bryce Young. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. They're getting Bryce Young. They're going to have their – their franchise quarterback after this draft, but they're so damn lucky. Even oh well, I mean because they, they, they have Deshaun Watson, Watson with the first overall pick though, mm. and then they get rid of him, and they're like, "We'll just take another Deshaun Watson." Mm. You know, just four years later, well, like the Dem- Broncos don't mm. lose enough games. That's the problem. Yeah, is that they win just enough games to not get the best quarterback in the draft. <laughs> it's like they win five games. They're gonna pick like seven. Well, it's like, you God. know what would be funny is if they traded. Russ Wilson of the Texans to get the number one pick. Oh my God, they wouldn't. Possible. They wouldn't. No, Brian. He's um, um, we're already getting too deep into the Texans. Yeah, but yeah. I, what I will say is, <laughs> not Patrick Mahomes has been struggling with turning the ball over as of recently. I think he had three interceptions last week, only against Denver. Oh, that it defense is, is not. That like, defense is so good. Yeah. yeah, the defense is good. You're right. So it was against a very good defense. Sertan, that guy right here, Sertan. Sertan. Um, but. I don't think they struggle against the Texans, even though the Texans are coming off probably their best game of the season against the Cowboys. I don't think they really struggle. I think this is probably like a – I mean, I think the over-under on DraftKings – or not the over-under, but the spread is – 14. 14. Yeah. I think they easily make that. But I also said that about the Cowboys. So, yeah. You know the problem I'm... is and – and this is the very last thing about – no one cares about this game. Everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, Chiefs win. We get it. But I will say Patrick Mahomes – is actually under 500 mm. against the spread in December because oh, he's shit. so good mm. that they build these unrealistic spreads because remember the spreads are based on public opinion. Mm. So the public is the one saying like 14, right? Yeah. But the reality is he's under 500 because it's unrealistic what they're asking. This is still an NFL team. Mm-hmm. They had the Cowboys winning by 17 points and they won on a last second run Touchdown. by Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah 14. I, I know you're like, I could see him doing that. I could see them doing it. I could see him not doing it. 14 is a lot to ask. You could beat a team by 10. You can mm-hmm. beat them by 13, but a whole two touchdowns. I'm just going to take the chiefs. I don't know if it's going to be, any like a close of a game like the Dallas game I don't think it will you don't be. know if it's gonna be three or 20 I would say right? like, I would say it's either gonna be like seven or ten okay I'm not sure like if I can get down with that I think just because it, it's not it's not in Kansas City you know yeah, yeah, so point. their fans are like hey let's keep this thing rolling mm-hmm. we almost beat Dallas mm-hmm. let's be you know they got good vibes right now yeah I think yeah no I can I, I can buy that so let's move into our next week next game not next week a next game we were talking about the Cowboys. Cowboys are going into Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Yeah. The Jaguars put on a hell of a show last week. The Cowboys barely scraped by the Texans, who we just talked about. Does Trevor Lawrence have the have another great game against the Cowboys? And do the Cowboys keep another team that is like supposed to be like way lower than them? Do, do they keep them close? Does well, it, is Jacksonville- this a game? Jacksonville's fighting for a playoff spot. 
They are. If they win out their games with week 17 being another rematch mm-hmm. against the Titans, mm-hmm. they're into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're not going to beat the Cowboys because Trevor Lawrence is really good. But remember, this is like his first year because we threw away Urban Meyer year. Yeah, we, we really did. And I think I think the entire NFL did that too. Yeah, everybody did. <clears throat> There's there's posts that say like should Trevor Lawrence be considered for rookie of the year like all seriousness <laughs> like just because I'd of like for him. yeah um, but look you you think about a first year there's highs and there's lows yeah. we're seeing the highs of just sheer talent mm-hmm. but we also haven't seen him go against Micah Parsons right Good and point. I just think that that Dallas defense right now um, is actually <clears throat> what are they eleventh and their offense overall. Yeah. Oh wow. I thought they'd be well in the that. last three games. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. I could buy that. Yep. And then their their offense though is second in the last three games. So like I could see Jacksonville scoring enough points where the game's in the third quarter and you're watching it. But I could also see Dallas just slowly kind of pulling away. I'm not yeah. gonna read too much into this Houston game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody on that team's embarrassed of what happened and they'll be ready to go to Jacksonville and just set the story back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could see that. And, and, you know, you mentioned the defense, Trevor Lawrence has really got, he had his best game against the Titans defense. That isn't very good. They just aren't yeah, that good. They're not. Um, and then so, but Baltimore meant a lot. That what Baltimore, he did Baltimore did mean a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I feel like that was also kind of like a letdown game by the by, by the Ravens defense. So I think Trevor Lawrence played his best game last week. Will not, replicate that same performance but you but again you said they're trying to play they're playing for a playoff spot the the, the cowboys are kind of playing for that division lead though they're you know yeah totally. they're trying to they get that play, bye week exactly. instead of getting a seven seed or that, a five seed whatever week it was. 17 when they play philly they want that to be for all the marbles yeah and, it, and i mean and if philly already has it whether they lose or not they're going to wrestle the starters they Dallas. won't though if they both win out you're right, yeah. but I'm I'm saying if Philly already has it secured, even with a the loss, they still have the number one seed, or they have a bye week, it, it won't matter. But they're it, both playing for something. Yeah, because right now I think Philly's got one loss in the season, mm-hmm. the Commanders, and Cowboys have two, right? Mm-hmm. They only have two. So yeah. if it gets to week 17 and the Eagles are playing the Cowboys and the Cowboys win, they would have equal records. That means that the winner goes to strength of schedule. So you'd have to see who had a tougher schedule between. I think the Cowboys win that because I think the Eagles have had the 31st, if not the 32nd. Easiest schedule? No, they've had like the easiest or second easiest schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of. So, yeah, to say that that game's like they're not going to be resting starters in that case because the winner of that game not only wins the division, Mm -hmm. but that that winner, if in the scenario they both went out, would be the number one seed and get a bye week. That would be so insane. that is going to be no one sitting nobody for that if that happens. I can see that. It all starts in Jacksonville. I think as a Jaguar fan, you really have to manage your expectations. Yeah. You can't just get too high on these wins. you got to take the wins, see the growth in Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. and be really happy about that, but also understand that this is a team that has a y- lot of young pieces mm-hmm. and also has a lot of growing to do. Mm-hmm. And you have a Dallas team with experienced <coughs> veteran leadership like Ezekiel Elliott, like Tony Pollard, Dak like Dak Prescott, who Dak Prescott's probably on the stat sheet, one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I mean, it's time for him 
to get Dak on track. Yeah. Dak <laughs> on track. <laughs> Copyrighted pen, pending, pen, pending. <laughs> but yeah, I got the Cowboys going into Jacksonville and, yeah. and taking care of business. And they're not going to go into Jacksonville like they went into Houston. No, no, they're, they're not. not. They're not. So, and let's... if they do, our episode's going to sound a lot different on Monday. We're going to be just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> let's go into the last of the morning games on Sunday. And it's going to actually be my game of the week, right? A morning, a Sunday morning game, game of the week. I'm going know. Lions at Jets. Yep. Lions at Jets. This is a good game. The Lions just came off a win against the Vikings, a division opponent who they're. Who would have thought a five and seven team would go, would play a ten and two team or something like that, and be the favorites? What? Yeah, insane, right? So now they are going into New Jersey against the Jets. Who? Uh, yeah, I mean they're good, but I mean the defense is good. They're good on one side of the ball. Yeah, Ooh, sorry, you're good. Who but, would have thought that a a, a one in six team would be a top five team in the NFL? Yes, we. 14. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he, wasn't they on your top five? No. You mine. didn't have the Lions? No. Oh. God, no. <laughs> God, no. God, no. They, okay. No way. Okay. There's, there's five teams way better I than think I, I, I think I'm on like the Detroit's fan base good side right now, and I just want to stay there. Stay tuned for Monday's episode <laughs> with this guy. Um, I think they go into, into so I, I'm going with the Lions for my game of the week, oh. but I think Jets and Salah after his press conference when he was like, Oh, we're going to see them again. You know, referring to the uh, Buffalo. the Buffalo Bills. We're going to see them again. What makes you so sure? There's something. There's a fire inside him. And I think he's going to implement it into the team this week. And you still have Detroit winning. And I still have Detroit winning, even as as uh, as a road. I have them road warriors. But Detroit has let us down before, right? Like, we thought but they were good. Uh, like they before. went 5-1 after week seven. And they still are continuing to I roll. love this team. Like I'm I saying, dude, love I'm saying this team. I love Dan Campbell. I think I love Jared Goff. You know what I love about Jared Goff is that when everybody wrote him off, when the one of the best <clears throat> offensive minds in the NFL said, My team could be better if it weren't for you. Yeah, yeah. And sold him to Detroit. Mm-hmm. He's playing in a he's playing elite. Like he's not playing good. He's not in like it's just a dream we have to snap out of. Jared Goff is not good. He's elite. He's an elite quarterback right now. He's slinging the ball, the third best offense in the NFL, and Amon St. Brown is a top 5 receiver in the NFL right now. I and hear that. He's the first receiver in NFL history. Amon Ross St. Brown? Yes. That means that means um Odell that means everything Justin Jefferson's doing. All of those like crazy amazing stats that they've been able to do. Mm-hmm. He's the first receiver in history. Oh, you know what? He's finding his notes. Hold on. It's not even my <laughs> note. I retweeted it. That's how proud I was. I'm not, I'm not a Lions fan. I swear. I was just so proud of it. He swears. He swears. I did retweet this to get a free football signed by Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> I would take that. I fall for it. First receiver in NFL history to accumulate at least 150 receptions and 150 rushing yards through the first 30 games of a player's career. They're using him the so same well. way Debo's being used. And well, he hasn't have, even done that. But we, yeah, he hasn't even done that. Wow. We haven't even caught wow. up to it to even realize it yet. Mm-hmm. 
it, it, it we're so delayed in things sometimes that it takes stat sheets to really be like well yeah. he's doing it already but well it's because we we kind of look at it and i feel like it is the average nfl fan too is like a receiver is catching the ball a running back is running the ball a quarterback is throwing the ball but now you got like jalen hurts you got justin fields you got all these running quarterbacks Justin Fields for a second there was that was in the top five of, of rushing in, in in the NFL. Yeah. And then Debo came along last year and was like, whoa, when can was do all Debo drafted? I don't know, actually. Because the first 30 games is almost two seasons, 16 game season. So it's yeah. like just under two, two seasons. seasons. Yeah. So he was drafted in 2019. 150 yards doesn't seem like that much, right? I think it's 150 yards per no, 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 no. Just 150 yards. Like, I'm reading Rushing, it now. though. Yeah, yeah. But think about it. Every time they swing it. They're... No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I meant the, the, the 150 receptions. Yeah, but and 150 rushing yards. Yeah, but you could get the 150 rushing yards. Oh, one, you think Debo one, had the rushing yards, but the not the catches? Yes. Not until maybe last year was he getting a lot. That's fair. Yeah. But this is like the, the – this is Detroit's Debo. And they found he's, a, he's a better receiver maybe? I'm just – Yes. Yeah, Debo's a better. Debo might be a better weapon because he's like Debo's not even you can top five use him in, in so many ways this season. Yeah, but so also who's their quarterback? Yeah. You got Brock Purdy and then Johnny Garoppolo and then Trey Lance. I mean Johnny. Johnny. That's what I'm saying. Jared Goff is good quarterbacks. Yeah. They good quarterbacks do this to receivers. Mm -hmm. Good quarterbacks do that. So mm -hmm. I think that Detroit's they're a scary team right now. You taking the Lions? Oh yeah! Oh, let's oh yeah! Go. Let's and go. I'm saying the Lions are gonna, the Lions are gonna only lose probably one more game this season, and they're gonna be a wild card, and they're gonna be a team that no one wants to play because by the time they're Bengals in the playoffs, last year, by the time they're in the playoffs, they're gonna be nine and one in their last ten games. That's insane. No, yeah, the last okay, the last ten. Yes, is yes. it they're five and one right yes, now? Yes, yes. Well, six and one, I think technically after they beat the Vikings so they would last be week. like ten and two. Yeah, in their last Something twelve like games. That. Yep. Yeah, the Lions flip a switch. Gonna happen. And if there was ever a team that knew how to dust off some chalk, who is it? It was the one in six Detroit Lions that stood up and got that chalk off their pants. I'm fired up. I love this Lions team. That's the end of the morning games on Sunday. Let's move to the <laughs> afternoon games. On that note, we're going with. This guy's Broncos at home against the Cardinals, against the Kyler Murray-less Cardinals, by the way. Um, but who do you have? I think you have the Broncos. I know you got the Broncos. I do not. <laughs> That's my mom, everybody. I do not know much about what you're talking about. I just want to say hi to my beautiful son, Rick. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Thanks for dare. letting me steal him. <laughs> it was recently your birthday, so everybody in the comments, if you're watching, give her a happy birthday. Happy birthday. But your Broncos at home. Against Kyler Murray list Cardinals, you're taking the Broncos. Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos. And the Bron yeah. Broncos yeah. are favored to yeah. win this game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Broncos also have Russell Wilson in uh, concussion protocol. So, Ooh, okay. If, there's a lot of pending here. I don't know if they're going to play him or not. Um, I think they might be on the conservative side just because they're out of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But they they did sign um, a, a player. Uh, I wrote his name down. I, it's not a name that you would remember. So, <laughs> Freddie Swain. Freddie uh, Swain is Swain. his name. Okay. He was a Broncos. He's a wide receiver, and he played with <coughs> Russell Wilson in Seattle for the previous two years. Okay. 
he recorded 502 yards, 38 catches, six touchdowns with Seattle. So he has some rapport with Russell Wilson. And with Sutton and Kendall Hinton and Tim Patrick, this is the Broncos receiving court now. Montrell Washington, <laughs> who we drafted this year. Ger- Never heard of him. <laughs> Ger- Gerval Virgil. It sounds like a fake name. That sounds like a Key and Peele college (laughs) football name. Gerval Gerval. And Brandon Johnson. Okay, that's the... Three of them are UFAs, unrestricted free agents. I thought you were going to say UFOs. I "I can't believe that with those names. God damn. So then they they had to bring in Freddie Swain to try to... I mean, it's tough right now. (laughs) You're just adding depth at this point. You're just adding depth. This is the only thing I'll say. No Javante Williams, though. Melvin Gordon gone, so yep. we had to rely on Mike Boone, who is RB three. Yep. He's on IR now; just went on IR, season-ending IR. Wow. So now we're probably going to rely on Marlon Mack, who yeah. had that play that you he, guys probably saw me freaking yes, out. Yes, he was doing really well last week. And then and Latavius Murray. I would just say maybe Marlon Mack is going to be RB two, and they split like 50-50. I would put him Latavia, one after last week. Yeah, but I don't know if they will because Latavius Murray is a really good first down back. Okay, to bring you into that because he's just like he'll get you three yards. Right. And that's really what they're trying to do is get into a second and seven, get into a third and four, yeah. make it manageable. So you don't have to get these receivers doing anything spectacular because they're not, okay. they're not spectacular. So I do think the Broncos are going to just like, if you look at the numbers, Arizona is really bad and they're mm-hmm. just a little bit worse than the Broncos. I still think there's yeah. something that you can look at with the Broncos and be like, Hey, that's good. And it's mm-hmm. their defense. So their defense against Colt McCoy in Denver I'll take the Broncos to edge out the Cardinals. Edging out. We love edging out here on this podcast. I'm going to also take the Broncos. The only thing the Broncos defense has to worry about is DeAndre Hopkins. And he's going to have Colt McCoy. How fun is that going to be? That's what I'm saying. Sertan is going to lock him down. He's been locking down wide receivers this entire season. Colt McCoy is throwing him the ball. Colt McCoy was struggling last week. Kyler Murray is the answer quarterback for Arizona, and that's that. Cole McCoy is good for one start, maybe good for one sub. That's it. Again, Sertan is going to lock DeAndre DeAndre, uh, Hopkins down, and the defense is going to feast on Cole McCoy this week. I've got the Broncos. Easy easy day. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Also, I did want to mention the Mike Leach, longtime college coach, passed away. Only football podcasts. We send our condolences and everybody that's watching. Absolutely. All right. So what's our next game on this So list? the next game we have up, we've got the Patriots visiting Las Vegas. I don't like this. I don't like this game either. They got, they're going against the Raiders and the Patriots had a good game last week. I believe they beat the, um, who did they beat again? They beat somebody. Uh, the Patriots. No, they beat, beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals. On Monday and night. this again, this was after Kyler. Murray did go out. The it was Raiders, tied when you went out. So <clears throat> zero zero. No uh, 13, 13. No, was it? They were losing. Oh, were they? Yeah, at least I'm pretty sure because Kyle Murray Suck went at out this earlier. Job. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fired. Um, but anyway, the Patriots did beat the Cardinals with Colt McCoy. The um Raiders were either on a bye or they took the L. I think they took no, the no, L. no. They took an L. Who they did, did they take play? an L? They took an L again. I can't remember who they played. The gosh, was, uh, oh, it was a shootout. Thursday night football game. It was with the when I was Oh yeah, the, yeah, the the Raiders. So they took the, an L there with with Kirby. Baker Mayfield, Mister <laughs> Mister Two Practice, ninety eight yard one one practice one and a half practice, <laughs> ninety eight yard touchdown drive to win the game against the Raiders. 
two very meh teams. That's really the best way I can put it. I don't think there's anything good to say about these teams. Although, which one? Which Raiders team? Which Raider team shows up? Is it the the Raiders that put beat up like Seattle? 30 plus points? Yeah. In Seattle, or, the or is it the ones up- that choked with five minutes left? On, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I'm gonna go with Devontae oh Carr God. and um, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr to have say, a big Devontae game. Carr, They're that? gonna have a big game, and Mac Jones ain't keeping up. Yeah, I'm. I I want to take the Raiders so bad, but like you said, they let us down. They let us down against Baker Mayfield and the Rams in the last few minutes of the game. Who knows what's going to happen? Who's going to show up? But Derek Carr, I like Derek Carr and Devontae Adams at home. I like him even better on the road, especially when they waved goodbye in overtime to the Broncos. I, Kyle's going to kill me for that one. But I, I think – I, <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I took the Raiders in that game, I think. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go you with did. Mac Jones, actually, and the uh, and Bill Belichick. Is this, this our one. first disagreement? No, it's like our third. Hasn't been many, though. Yeah, has not been that many. So I'm taking the Patriots. I don't know. Have you got anything else on this game? No, no. I'm just – I don't like picking the Raiders, so don't make me do it again. I don't <laughs> want to talk about this game. Let's just move on. We're moving on to the <laughs> Titans at the Chargers. The Chargers uh, getting a win in Sunday Night Football against the, the Miami Dolphins. And the Titans taking that L against um, against uh, the Jaguars in just terrible fashion. Um I don't really know much to say about this game either, other than I think the Chargers take it, especially at home. Tennessee's defense is ranked 30th in the last three games. They're depleted with injuries, and if Mike Vrabel can't get the the defense and run game going, you see what this team is. They have nothing. They can't lean on anything. So They're nothing without Derrick Henry. They're nothing, nothing. without Derrick Henry, nothing. and they're definitely nothing without a defense because yeah. you can't even you – know, even if you could run the ball – if you got no defense, you're in a shootout. You don't want to run the ball in a shootout. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chargers at home. The Titans just Ugh. there is a scenario. Ugh. There's a scenario where Mike Vrabel fixes it. He's a good coach. Yeah. And I don't think Staley is. And I could see a scenario where they get back on track so they don't lose the division. Okay. Because they're it's okay. getting to that point where it's like, hey. If you guys want to play in the playoffs, you, you got to win. The you got to win now. Okay, yeah, no more no dicking around. So I think there's a scenario. I like would not be totally shocked if they beat the Chargers. And I also think we're really high in the Chargers because they beat the Dolphins. Yeah. But the Chargers have been really kind they've of they've been battled. up and down. Yeah, they've been up and down. And I mean, he's thinking. Oh, he's looking at his sheet. <laughs> give me the chargers no he's taking the chargers i knew it next game up we've got the bangles telling me no my mind's telling me no but my body <laughs> my body r kelly i'm glad you're in jail um <laughs> bangles yes. at the bucks joe burrow versus tom brady uh in with the out with the old in with the new i say the bucks are done the Bucs are done. Week 15, week 14 proved that. The Bucs are done. Their offense is anemic. Their defense is not that good anymore. They have nothing going for them. Brady came back for nothing. 
And it's unfortunate because he's still going to play one more season with who, who knows? It's not going to be the bucks. That's that's for sure. Give me the Bengals all day. I'm not sure if Joe Mixon is back, but P Ryan is good. Joe Burrow with Jamar chase. Give me that all day. Bengals take a win in Tampa Bay against the bucks. Kyle. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals are the 12th ranked offense in the last three games. They got Jamar Chase back. And I do believe that them being the 12th ranked offense is the only 12 that's going to matter. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So forget about that TB 12. Give me the (laughs) offense ranked 12. I got Joe Burrow to keep it rolling. And I actually got this – I picked this Bengals team to win the division. Yeah. And they're on track to do it. They just got to just keep winning one game at a time. And, if I mean, like it's always Tom Brady. <laughs> we, I feel like we're a broken record. We're like, yeah, this is who I picked. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, Tom Brady. I, Tom Brady. I mean, anything could happen. It's just but history, it's though. It's football. It's football. Like, this is why people watch the NFL. We got to take it. This is we an Alabama to. versus Appalachian State. Like, this is – <laughs> no, and, uh, Appalachian State, <laughs> yeah. Alabama. They're like, all right, all right, yeah. Like, these guys are on crack. <laughs> but you get it, like it's it's every game. There's mm-hmm. a scenario where you could be like, I mean, there's only like usually three games where like I know what I'm doing, and I'm not even like not even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I just I've I've done this already. I've given <laughs> I've given Tampa Bay credit. Yeah, yeah. I've believed in them. I've yeah. said. Tom Brady's going to get it together. The division's at stake. The playoffs are at stake. He didn't come back to not make the playoffs. Give me Tom Brady. I'm done with it. I'm going to take a consistent team yep. that is like 8-1 and one in their last nine games or something crazy like that. Whatever they're doing right now, it's working. They're, they're getting the ball moving. They got their weapons back. And defensively, sixth-ranked defense in the last three games, yeah. Yeah, six-ranked defense, dude. Bengals podcast. We're a Bengals podcast now. Would you have thought that the Bengals defense the last three games is the six-ranked defense points allowed? I would have not. Honestly, I would not have thought because their defense – I would. I mean, I would say maybe top 15 defense, really like top thinking. half, yeah. but nothing more than that. Uh, six, to say they're sixth in points, that's impressive. They're going to so, win a lot of games with Joe Burrow with a six-ranked defense. They are. They are, and if they only get better from here, like – yeah, they're starting to click they're so good. They're so on defense, good. which means the team yeah. is starting to click I've, on all phases. And I think I said it a while ago. They're mm. going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers to the to the Chiefs, Patriots, and to the Bills, Colts yep. of like years past. Yep, that's going to be so, our like that. I think he'll be like our Drew Brees because I think Drew. Oh, I can see that too. I think Drew Brees always played on like teams that were not like very gifted. Mm-hmm. Versus Manning and Tom Brady always had like weapons. They had great. Great and teams. you think about the yeah. Bengals, and you're like, that's like the New Orleans of New Drew Brees' era. Yeah, when he had a, a Cole, Cole, what was his name? Uh, Marquise. Oh, Marquise Colson. Marquise Colson, yeah. So it, it, that's his Jamar Chase. Really. That's his number one guy he's going to him, right? Well, so, Jamar Chase is, is elite. So it's oh, like, no, he's elite. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. But that's like his number one guy. And that's totally. probably going to be his like number one weapon or when from they here Michael on out. Thomas. Or, or Michael Thomas, too, yeah. But this is – They're in Tampa. Does that change anything for you? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. The cannon's going off. I mean, they don't go off all the time. It's if, that's, <laughs> if, that's if the Bucks score. They have to score for the cannons to go off. No They're cannons. not scoring. They're not scoring. They're, they're going field goals all day. 
No cannons on Sunday. Yeah, you that Bucks that Bucks offense is just. <clears throat> so let's move on to Sunday night football. This is actually a good one, although I this is a this is going to be a tough one. We have Giants going to the Capitol, taking on the Commanders. Kyle, Commanders or Giants, man? This is a weird one too. This is almost like a don't touch it, but yeah, it's not two great. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The the Washington Commanders played the Giants. Yep. We don't see this in the NFL very often. Giants, Commanders, the game ends. The Commanders take a bye week. They come out of the bye week. They play the Giants. <laughs> like, this is just, it's funny. It's like when the Bills went to Detroit twice in two weeks. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Besides, like, they didn't play the on? Lions twice. What is going right? on? Yeah, that's true. That's true. They did beat the Giants. Yeah. Too. They've already beat them. So, well, they tied. They oh, tied. they tied. Sorry, yes. My don't tied. touch it tied. That's what you get here. That's the product that, that was we're delivering. Impressive. That was impressive. This time it's different. The Washington Commanders are going to win the game. Right now, the Giants in the last three games are ranked 14 in offense, which is not terrible. No, not bad. But they have the 32nd ranked defense in the last three games. I think that the Commanders are going to be able to move the ball on that defense that's playing at the worst level in the NFL. And then their offense is 17th. If you have the, you're not going to get into a shootout with a 32nd no, ranked defense, no, right? Because no, because their all. offense is, I mean, I could see this being a close game, but I'll take the Commanders by three. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Commanders too. The Giants are getting to that point where I think I said it last episode. They're looking like the 2020 Bears, where they started off hot, and you're like, oh, what, the, like, what the hell happened? Yeah, the, you know, like the Bears are good. So yeah, they were uh, like the Bears five good. and 0, six and zero, and, and it was lost. just like, yeah, the, the wins they came around. Two were, were kind of like, okay, well, I mean, they won, but, I mean, it was a weird game, right? That's what the Giants are right now. And they're going to lose to the Commanders. The Commanders are at home. They're coming off a bye week. They're coming off a tie with the Giants. The Giants are going to come fourth in the NFC East after a lot of people thought they were going to come in at least second. They weren't yeah. going to – they weren't really – I called it. They, you did. You did. They weren't really going to compete with the Eagles, I think, for first place in the division. No. But they were going to go to second. A lot of people thought those first five games, Dable were like, wow, Dable's coach of the year. That is not the case anymore. Well, I said he Commanders still was. Commanders are better. I said he still was no matter what. I think what. he's a candidate. I don't think he's going to win You can't it. fall apart, though, to still be. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. You really have to just be consistent. I said if they I went mean, 500 in their last half that he would be considered for mm-hmm. his start. I would even but put I- it. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, but I don't, I don't think he's going to finish 500. That's the problem. No, because I think I would even put a number for coach of the year on losses. And that would be any, that would be five games. You could lose five games and still be a coach and you still be coach of the year. I would, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Five games. That's kind of the max. Um, yeah, there's really not much to say. The Giants have Saquon. They Daniel Jones has a good couple runs here and there. He doesn't do anything crazy with his arm, though. I think after this year, they sure they start off hot. They're gonna move on from him next year. Um, they're gonna either draft somebody, trade somebody. Uh, I don't know who their backup is, but whatever. Like <clears throat> they're probably going with that guy next year. What I will say is Taylor Heineke, Carson Wentz is back. Taylor Heineke is number one still in uh in uh the coaches uh what the coach said in his press conference. Yeah. So Heineke riding that hot hand, he's going to lead him to a win. So I got the commanders taking this one and we both agree commanders. All right. Final game of week 15. We got Monday night football. We've got the Rams with Baker Mayfield going into Lambeau field, taking on the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Christian Watson, but 
Baker Mayfield, Van Jefferson, they had a nice little connection there for that touchdown there at the end of Thursday Night Football for the win. Who are you taking in this one? I feel like it's the Packers. Come on, right? I'm going to take the Packers. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. No, I mean, it's it's Monday Night Football. <clears throat> yeah. Aaron Rodgers plays different on primetime. And last time we saw him on primetime, I wasn't wrong. He, yeah. They could they had a chance at the end to beat the yeah. Eagles, lost by seven. Um, I think – I think that Aaron Rodgers, now that he has Watson as the clear number one guy, mm-hmm. and you you still have um, their other wide receiver. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's like four letters. Lazard? Not Lazard. Um, oh, um, I know who you're talking about. I think he's hurt, though. Is he hurt? Yeah, yeah. I still see the Packers getting away. Like, you look at the Rams, and mm-hmm. even though that's probably going to go down as, like, that's an NFL moment, what happened. That, it is. That, that, it that is. will live like through history. It is. It's going to. Yeah. Um, I still think though, <clears throat> that'll be like played anytime a player joins a new team and plays like, is he going to pull a Baker? Yeah. Is he with gonna, the Rams? It's going to be right? what it's called. Pulling yeah, a Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling a Baker, which is great for Baker and the Rams, but you still have to remember, I was going to say that it took till the last five minutes to get points, but mm-hmm. there was opportunities left out on the field with penalties and fumbles. Absolutely. I think the Rams could get into a ball game with mm-hmm. the Packers. But I'm gonna have the Packers winning it at home. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's Lambo in December. Yeah, and the lights are on. I'll take the Packers. Team coming from Los Angeles, they're not ready for that. <laughs> they're not ready for cheese and snow. They're not ready for negative uh, twenty-seven at halftime. They're not. They're yeah. not. I predict two Christian Watson Lambo leaps this game. Wow. Two Christian Watson Lambo leaps. So if you have Christian Watson on your fantasy team for the playoffs, make sure to play him in this game. The Packers are winning this game at home, like you said, in December in Lambo against a team who has a quarterback who has had a week and a half of practice. And yes, Thursday night, he had that miracle drive. I say miracle because there's no way he does the same thing. I honestly... I think he gets pulled after halftime. No way. Are you serious? I think Baker Mayfield gets pulled for such a terrible game that he's going to play. Look, what happened last week was awesome. It was great to see. And like we said, we're gonna, hey, you're going to pull a Baker. You know, you're on the team for a week, blah, 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 right? They're going to start him with that high. You know, you want to talk about victim of the moment. Sean McVay is going to be a victim of the moment because he he's going to think he's a genius because he brought in Baker Mayfield for that. He's going to play – Baker Mayfield's going to play so bad they're going to take him out after halftime. They're going to put it in Wolford. No. And I think the Packers win by two score. No. Yeah. 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 Chew on that. Chew on that. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's one thing to – I will say 74% of bets that have been placed on this game have picked the Packers. Only 26% of people have gone with the Rams. And I think people admire what they saw against the Rams, but at the end of the day – they're looking at this Packers team who for most of the most people think like, hey, if, if the Packers are playing in the beginning of the season, the way that they just started playing, this division would look a lot different. And even if the Packers weren't, you know, up up to Minnesota's level, they still would be competing for a wild card spot. And mathematically, they're not eliminated. I mean, sure, they need a lot to happen. What is their record? I believe they're five and seven yeah. um yeah five and seven so if they finish the game six seven eight nine and seven could they make a wild card spot maybe 
I mean, we expect the teams that are in the wild card spot to start losing. We got Detroit losing. We got Washington potentially losing after they after they beat the Giants. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they get guess what? The commanders and giants have been in the wild card picture for a while. But that's because they keep playing each other. Eventually they're gonna go lose the other better teams. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're the Packers, they're gonna go out there, you know, with with their <clears throat> you know what slinging. And no, I'm talking about his arm slinging. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> God, you're disgusting. I am. But they they got the Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions. So you, you look at the Vikings and the Dolphins and even the Lions, and you're like, those are tough. This is their last. Yeah. This is their last easy game. They this can't. Is... They can't. They can't nuke it or destroy it. They can't. They can't afford to lose the only winnable game. For the and, rest of the year. Exactly yeah. for the rest of the season. Yeah. All right, well, that was our week 15 picks. Let's move on to a segment that we like to call. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. This is where Kyle and I are giving you. Oh, it's still going. Rich, oh, it's still going. Oh, it's still going. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. This is a segment, Kyle and I. It's I think it's in its third week, right? It is. Where we like to give you our betting picks, and we we've got four sections for the I'm rich, bitch segment. It is best spread, underdog of the week, don't touch it, which we mentioned earlier, and our bet of the week. So, Kyle, week fifteen. Let's start off with our best spread. Who are you taking for best spread, or do you want me to go first? I'll let you go first. All right. Well, I'm taking the Broncos minus three wow. against the Cardinals, right? Wow. That's who they're playing. Thanks, they're playing. man. <laughs> and and th- this isn't to say that I'm trusting the offense because I'm not trusting the Broncos offense. I wouldn't touch the Broncos offense with a 10-foot pole. I'm trusting their defense to get a couple defensive scores, if not at least one. <laughs> He's so mad at me. Um, I've just been I've just been going in on the Broncos, but I still have them to win. I still got them to win. Douche, douche, douche. Um, so I'm taking the best spread. Broncos minus three. They're going to win by a score, if not 10 points in this game. Kyle, your best spread of week All right. 15. My best spread of the week. Oh, crap. I just deleted an accident. Hold on. And just so everybody knows, we are we're using DraftKings. So DraftKings, if you get a hold of this with all of the momentum that only Draft football's Kings, been building, Draft please Kings. sponsor us. We would love it. Give us that DraftKings money. Give us that DraftKings money. I'm uh I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. The Cowboys Jags game is only at minus four. Oh wow. I I think the Cowboys win the game by more than four points. I think this is what people do. They get super high on teams and mm-hmm. they get crazy low on them. I mean, just remember Detroit was what was it they were favored to lose by 17 points to the bills really and it was a three-point game and then after that the jags beat baltimore and then baltimore played detroit and it was like detroit was favored to beat them by a lot. like it just yeah. moves so it's such a it's weird it's so like to the left and then year. so to the such right a weird year yeah like if dallas and jacksonville would have played last week mm-hmm. Could you imagine minus four? It would have been like minus 14. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like one week, because Jacksonville has one game and Dallas has one bad game. <laughs> it's yeah. like the perfect combo to bring it in. Mm-hmm. One 
One bad week brings this closer. One good week brings this closer. And now it's your time to jump. Get that minus four. Dallas wins by seven or more. There you go. Best spreads of the week for me and Kyle. Let's move on to the next one. Underdog of the week. I've got the Lions plus one heading into – where is it? Where is it? Where is it? God, I'm such an idiot. Uh, we got the Lions. Oh, my God. Why can't I find it? Oh, the Lions. I got it. Oh, they're... Lions at Jets. They're in – yeah, they're in Jersey. Underdog of the week. They're Technically, plus one. Technically, they are favored. Are they technically favored? Technically, it's one of those ones where the line is so close that it's minus 105. Like, they're both technically favored to win. Oh, really? Like, yeah. But, like, the, but the spread, I think, is is what I'm kind of looking at, one. right? Yeah. So it's, so it's close, but they're still technically because of the spread underdog. So I'm taking yes, the lines yes, in this you're one. you're right. Yeah, I'm taking the lines in this one. Plus one, I uh, they're beating the Jets, 100%. Yeah, I, I would totally say that, too, but mm. that's not fun. that's not it's not fun so So i'm gonna go with the game that i said i wouldn't be shocked if it happens and that's tennessee uh you're taking the the chargers like i took the chargers on my predictions but if i had to if somebody like was like hey you have to pick an underdog on the spread (laughs) and it can't be detroit i would go straight to the titans game what's their uh plus uh they are plus 130 oh okay plus 130 okay i like it i like it um, so that's underdog of the week. We got the Lions and the Titans. All right, Kyle, don't touch it. Or don't touch it, Bat. Don't, don't look, look at, it. at it. Don't touch it. Don't even look at us touching it and looking at it. Yes. I'm going with the Titans and Chargers, actually. Really? I don't like that game at all. I don't like any part of that game. Even the underdog being the Titans. I just in the Chargers, again, these two teams are like <clears throat> kind of like what you said about the Raiders. Which team are you going to get on either side? Right. Are the Chargers going to actually do Charger? as well? Yeah. Are they going <laughs> to charge it? And are, are they actually going to do well like they did against the Dolphins? Is Tannehill going to be able to throw? Is is Derrick Henry actually going to be able to rush the ball for 200 plus yards and get a couple scores? Who knows? That's why I'm saying don't touch the Titans at the Chargers. Kyle. Yeah. Mine's, mine's the Baltimore-Cleveland game. Oh, okay. Divisional game in Cleveland, <clears throat> Baltimore, better schedule. Deshaun Watson just starting, getting into stride. Who's playing quarterback? Don't even don't even take on this headache. Don't touch <laughs> it. Don't look at it. Did you play it? Did you play the did you play No, the, we don't have it. I, I oh, we don't have to. it. We don't have it. We don't have it. I'll do it for you. Don't touch it. Don't, don't sing about touching, touching it. it. <laughs> don't think about touching it. Don't sing about thinking about touching it. Don't, don't touch, touch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was that was our don't touch it. I had Titans at Chargers. Kyle had Ravens at the Browns. Let's move on to bet of the week. Bet of the week for me, Rams at Packers. Bet the over, 39 and a half. Oh, it's really? happening. It's happening. It's happening. Even though I've got Baker sitting, it's good. I, I have Christian Watson scoring two touchdowns. Who knows what's going to happen with the Rams if Baker at least gets a touchdown but gets like two, three interceptions. I don't know. I, I think you bet the over because I think the Packers, like you said, take advantage of a game before they have a rough last three games. Uh, or yeah, three games. Uh, so I think they take advantage of this and, sc- and just go all out with Christian Watson and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I totally agree. Um, mine, I'm doing this for the folks that are like, man, I just need a little extra holiday cash, and I don't got much money to be betting. <laughs> I can't be betting. Hold on. <laughs> take the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Bills, the Lions, the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Commanders. 
parlay those bad boys and do a little eight ball or (laughs) that didn't sound right (laughs) we get it you've been in miami we get it you've been in miami we get it put ten dollars on it because it pays out 285 you you heard it name those teams one more time Kyle, just so everybody can get it or hit rewind you got the eagles over the bears you got the cowboys over the jags you got the niners over the hawks you got the bills over the dolphins you got the lions over the jets you got the broncos over the cardinals the Bengals over the shitty Bucks and the Commanders at home against the Giants. Eight game parlay. That's all Kyle's those teams of the week. are favored to win. Um, you're not being really ballsy in it, but it's the NFL, so anything can happen. But you throw ten on it, win three hundred. Can't be mad about that. You could throw ten for thirty weeks straight and lose, and if it only hit once, you'd break even. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got Tony football in the comments. I'm not touching giants versus commanders from Tony football. Hey, that's fair. That is fair. They're going to tie about again. That. I swear to God, if there's two well, ties, if it ties in the NFL. It doesn't ruin the parlay. Oh, okay. If it ties, they go. just cancel it out. There you go. There you go. DraftKings does. I don't know what the other ones do. <laughs> Cause some of them are like, you lost and just like, no, I didn't. I tied. You're like, I actually tied. Um, but all right. So that was my week 15. The Raiders over that was, my, <laughs> oh, my best bet of the week is Raiders over the Patriots. That's a good one. I, yeah. I like that one. You can see it happening. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I got the Patriots. I think you've got the Raiders, but if you want to bet, go with Tony football. That's why his name is Tony football. Oh yeah. Now let's move into defensive player of the year discussion. Hell so yeah. I think Kyle and I have pretty much got it down to two players. Um, and I think the rest of the NFL does too. You guys watching probably do as well. And one of them is Micah Parsons, while the other one is Kyle. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa. Nick it's Bosa. Like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> I thought we were going with uh, I thought we were going with a Jack Sandborn from the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Jack um, Sandbag. Uh, <laughs> so we've got. Micah Parsons, 12 sacks, 22 QB hits, 49 QB pressures. On the other side with Nick Bosa, we've got 14 and a half sacks, 35 QB hits, 52 QB pressures via next-gen stats. Who, Kyle, do you have for DPOY, Defense Player of the Year, this year, 2022? Oh, he's thinking. He is thinking right now. I just want to say the 49ers defense is so good. Yeah. It could be why a player gets more pressures. Like the year that Von Miller had Elvis Dumerville on the other side, oh, Von Miller right. was able to get a lot more sacks. And we had DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. Numbers will be inflated the better the defense is. And you see what happens to Aaron Donald when he's the only like guy in their double team. And he's not even being discussed no. this year. Yeah, he's not, he's a non-factor. So year. it's not just about like what player's better, but it's what player's making the biggest impact on their mm-hmm. team. Like who's playing the best football? Like, Nick Bosa's numbers are better. He's got 14 and a half sacks. He's got two and a half more sacks. He's got 13 more QB hits and he's got three more pressures and he's played one and a half games less Mm -hmm. because he had an injury for a game and a half. So I look at it and I'm, I think, well, they're probably going to give it to Nick because of the numbers and how good, I mean, being the number one overall defense is really important Yeah, and everything the Niners are doing, but I'll challenge you to think about, the Cowboys and what their defense is this year mm-hmm. and think about how Mike or Micah Parsons has totally transformed what the Dallas Cowboys are known for. And the, the um, just kind of the environment, mm-hmm. you know, like he came into that team 
and the Cowboys are the best defensive team that they've been most of my life. In my past memory, I don't remember being like the Cowboys. They've always had yeah. a 22nd ranked defense. Yeah. And Des Bryant, and they relied and, on the shootouts a, with yeah, the Packers, a right? Really good offense. Mike Bart, Micah Parsons changed the identity of the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure you can put a price tag on that, and I wouldn't be surprised if they award him, even though Nick Bosa's stats are impressive as shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, 14 and a half sacks. And he he has he missed a game and a half. I mean, yeah. he's on track to get probably 19, 20 sacks this season, not even playing a full season schedule. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Micah Parsons. I like and, Nick Bosa a lot though. Yeah, I but I think he's hilarious and I love hearing him mic'd up. It's like <laughs> the greatest thing. I, I like it too. I like it too. <laughs> he's a um, nerd. <laughs> and I I want I think I agree and I, I think Micah Parsons is a huge reason why we're looking at Trayvon Diggs on that secondary and why he's getting so many interceptions because I've kind of had a similar experience with the Bears of 2018 and even like you go back when I was a kid and it was 2006 Bears defense yeah yeah a lot of turnovers why because their defensive ends, their linebackers are rushing, getting to the quarterback, giving them the least amount of time to let plays develop, to really make a calculated throw. And I think that's why Trayvon Diggs on the Cowboys is making, is, is getting as many interceptions as he has not only last year, but this year as well. I think he's top five in interceptions. I may be wrong. He um, was, I know he was last year and he gets yeah, burned a lot, but he, he has does really good burned. makeup speed. He does. And he, and, and he does, and he does go for the ball a lot. So he's makes a play receiver. Miss. Oh, does, oh, yeah. okay. Because okay. he wanted to be, I, him and his brother were both receivers, and so then he, he switched to be, a corner. But he's still like he's that's got why the he, best hands then. <laughs> yeah, that's why he has really good hands, yeah. and but yeah. he does get burned. But he has really good makeup speed because he's very fast. And and look, both of these guys make their defensive defenses better. Nick Bosa on the San Francisco 49ers huge. Yeah. is huge in that defense. Michael Parsons though, and it's only his second year, is like humongous too. Yeah. Right. What's the difference between these two? Not only the numbers, but I think who they have behind them. Talked about Trayvon Diggs. The 49ers, their, their secondary isn't that great. I really can't name anybody off the secondary. Yeah, that's it's weird. Really isn't their, it? Yeah, it's really their front four, their, their linebackers who really make, <laughs> God, I'm so old, who really make a huge difference getting to the quarterback, pressuring, causing turnovers, getting sacks. Um, I think that's why Nick Bosa has more. And, yeah. But I will say the more – the scariest defense, if you're a quarterback, is the 49ers. But I think the more complete defense, mainly because of the front line, front seven, is the Cowboys. And I think I got to give it to Michael Parsons this year for defense player of the year. Uh, I mean – Good. Huh? Just look at points yeah, per like game, that. though. You like that. Well, you're like the more complete defense. No. I'm not doing that. Like the more complete defense is the best defense. <laughs> like eh, I don't care if you know their names or not. That's not necessary. You can't just that. be like I don't know their names and I know Diggs. Cowboys. Like, Cowboys win. Cowboys win. This is like, and we don't we don't stage our arguments. This is organic, and I actually <laughs> organic. I bad. love it because there's a scenario <laughs> where we could have agreed on this. Yeah. But not the way you did it. Like I don't know the guys on San Francisco, and you're right. I don't know yeah. a lot of their plays either. Yeah. There are a lot of young guys, but. Their culture of defense, they're number one in the NFL. 
and they've been number one all season. No, not with points. Number one. They were, but they were like point sixteen point two, sixteen point four, and then the Broncos gave. Yeah, and they've been consistent. Yeah, and they had a game without him. Micah Parsons. We haven't seen Nick Bosa have a game where he wasn't mm-hmm. like, "Where's Nick Bosa?" You know, yeah. Micah Parsons had that game against Houston. Okay, he just had it. Okay, and. I don't know. I think I think they're going. I think they're going to give it to game. Nick Bosa I'm just saying, I'm just because they're going to say, "Okay, the stats are all better." Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if whoever gets their team further mm-hmm. is is the guy that wins. Well, I mean, they, if the, further if the in the regular season, no, no, they no, don't no the postseason. Play, they don't take playoffs into consideration for these awards. What do you mean? It's given the awards given the week before the Super Bowl, right? But they're voted you at the end of the regular season. Are they? Are they? <laughs> I trust the NFL, Roger Goodell. I don't Give trust me that Roger money, Goodell. baby. I don't know. Look, I don't know. That's what that's what's said. I want to know what you guys think. Yeah. Put, I, let us know comments. what you guys let think. Let us know in the comments who you think, if it's going to be Nick Bosa, if it's going to be Micah Parsons. Um, and if you don't know anybody else in the secondary of 49ers, then it's going to be Micah Parsons, just like I said. <laughs> um, that pissed off Kyle. Uh, he's like, I agree, but not that way. <laughs> um Anything else on defense player of the year? I don't really know anyone else. I mean, TJ Watt maybe, but he was hurt for a couple weeks there. So I think that kind of – I don't want to say disqualifies No, TJ Watt's him. out. Yeah, but it, it doesn't disqualify him, but it's just like if there's not enough It doesn't there. disqualify him, but it's like, look at that. that those, that's it. Those two that's guys it. are it. Those two guys are it. it yeah. And there's like – if there was a DraftKings for like the winner will be either, you know, Nick Bosa or Micah Parsons, like – it would be like minus like fifteen thousand. It'd be like bet a twenty thousand to win a dollar. Like okay. that's how like sure I am. Okay. That one of these two is gonna win. Well, let us know what you think in the comments, or if you're hearing this on a podcast, hit us up on Twitter. Obviously, up there you got our Twitters. Um, oh wait, you're listening to the podcast. We'll tell you at the end <laughs> where to let where to let us know on Twitter. But such a child. Let's move on. To, <laughs> let's move on to our final final segment. So you're telling me there's a chance we're going to go over all the teams outside of the playoff picture right now and see which one has the chance. You want to just rattle off who's in it really quick? I'll go, uh, I'll go AFC first. So we've got the titles. We've got the uh, division title winners. We got as of right now, this isn't set in stone, right? So we've got the bills, the chiefs, the Ravens and the Titans. Five, six, and seven seeds are the Bengals, Dolphins, Patriots. Now, here are the teams with a chance. LA Chargers with a seven and six record. Jets with a seven and six record. The Jaguars with a five and eight record. And I think that's as far as I'll go. I'll, we'll just go to the top three. Yeah. Four, and the Bears chance. with the no, I'm kidding. The Bears, the Bears Broncos, that. and Texans are the only teams eliminated. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Why'd you bring it up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I brought it up. So, out of all these teams, well, let's go with the bottom three the Chargers, the Jets, and the Jaguars. Who do you think has the best chance to sniff a wild card? And I think it's a pretty easy answer, but I'll let you go first on this one. Is it the Chargers? Is it the Jets? Or is it the Jaguars? It's not that hard. If it's. (laughs) (laughs) Well,. It could be. I mean, it could, it could be. be hard. Sure. The Chargers lose, the Jets win, and now it's not a conversation anymore. That's a good point. You know? That's a good point. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. Because they're playing a Tennessee team that's mm-hmm. just not doing well. Mm-hmm. And 
when you look at the uh, the wild card spot, the top wild card spot, there's mm -hmm. three available, right? Mm -hmm. So the top one is a nine and four team. I'll just leave that alone because I don't have the Bengals losing. Me neither. Yeah. And then I look at the Dolphins and I expect them to lose. So they go to eight and six. Chargers win and go to seven and six. Seven and six. And the Chargers just beat the Dolphins, so they got the head at, head on head. Mm -hmm. So now they're in the playoff picture. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Chargers just because this is something that by our next episode, the Chargers are not like there's a chance. The Chargers are in the playoffs. And then we'll see if there's any other teams with a chance. This is a big week for for Los I, Angeles. I don't know. We said it last week. I feel like week 14 was like that week where it's like we're either like the fact that we don't know what the playoff picture is actually looking like and we don't know what some division winners are not looking like. It, it's insane. Um but I will say I do give the Chargers the best chance to sniff the playoffs and to get a wild card and not the Patriots, who are number seven right now uh, in that AFC East. I think the Chargers overtake the Patriots. I think you're looking at the Bengals and Dolphins and the uh, Chargers as the wild card going into the playoff uh, wild card round. So you think um, the Dolphins, they lose on Sunday, but they they do enough at the end of the season to not lose their spot? Yeah, I just can't see – three teams from the AFC East going in and the Patriots being that third team and, and even the Jets being that the, the other team from the AFC East not making the playoffs. I can't see three teams. I can see the Dolphins and I can see the Bills. And I can also see the uh, the Chargers going in from that AFC West joining the Chiefs there. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, the Bengals might even win the division and all of a sudden we're talking about the Ravens with a five seed, right? So you never know. But out of the, out of the three there on the outside looking in, I've got the Chargers. Staley gets another or maybe his first playoff appearance uh, with Justin Herbert. I think he fumbles the bag, but I mean, I think they make the playoffs for sure. Seven seed. Well, here's the problem. You're the problem with the dolphins. <laughs> they're playing the bills, right? right? That's an L. Yep. Okay. Then they're playing the Packers. You want to give them a win? That's a dub. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. That's a dub. <laughs> so then they're theoretically nine and six. Okay. So if the Patriots beat the Raiders and then they win their following week, you got two teams in the division that are nine and six. Okay. The next week, those two teams that are nine and six, the Patriots and play the Dolphins, other. play each other. Dolphins are winning that. Dolphins oh, win oh, that? Oh. Well, if they don't, they're in trouble because then they're playing the Jets. Yeah, but if some butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> no, my point is, is that the Dolphins don't have an easy stretch. They're going to play a Patriots sure. team who sure. is going to be playing for the playoff spot. Right. They're going to play a Jets team are going to be doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is the thing about the Dolphins, Jets and Patriots. They're all very close within each other. These are all going to be hard games and they're definitely taking an L to the Bills. And I I don't know. I, I think the Packers are going to win on, on Christmas. 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 I think they lose to the Bills and then they Merry get Christmas. They get they lose the Christmas and then <laughs> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> I think they lose on Christmas, and then <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> so, so they're gonna lose to the Bills, right? Yeah. And then they get upset on, <laughs> and then after it's like slowly getting less and less. <laughs> and then, yeah, I I just uh, I, I don't know. What we're talking I about can't anymore. take the talent. <laughs> I cannot take the talent from Patriots over the Dolphins. I, I can't, can't either. I can't. But I can take Bill Belichick over. Uh, this is what I was trying to say about the Dolphins and the Bills. Right now, they lost two in a row. So now it almost feels like every time they take the field, it's like 
we need to like they have to there's win. so much pressure yeah. and i've seen the broncos play with that pressure yeah and that's when you fumble snaps and drop punts and that's when like you're just like you're, you're not you're out of rhythm you're out of sorts yeah. it's like every yeah. time you snap the ball it's like this has got to be a play i got to make something happen to get everyone to believe again and mm-hmm. it, once they lose to the bills they're on a three-game skid mm-hmm. they're going to be in their head and then they got a quick turnaround with the packers maybe they get a win then yeah but if they maybe. don't if they don't, they're not going to be even in the hunt. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be in the hunt, but they won't be in the playoff picture. And then the Jets, they're going to be like, oh, let me jump on this opportunity to be a team while they're down. Because you heard the Jets head coach. Mm-hmm. We're going to see him again. I think his team's going to be ready to to win that game. But Miami's got so many weapons, it's hard to look past it. It is. But it is. we're this is what we want, man. This is Here yeah. we are in December. We have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, that None. is. That's the beautiful part of this game, and and the 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 just the uncertainty that this season has become. You know, I, I I sound like a broken record continually saying that over this past season, but it's just facts. It's the NFL. So let's move on to the NFC. Who is look? Who is on the outside looking in? So you're telling me there's a chance. Talking Seahawks at seven and six, Lions six and seven, and the Packers team that you like for some reason, uh, five <laughs> and eight, third in the NFC North. The, the five, six, and seven seeds, we're looking at the Cowboys, the Commanders, and the Giants, all from the NFC East, currently in the playoff picture, uh, along with the, the 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 Eagles, who've already clinched the playoff spot at number – well, not, a, not number one, but at a playoff spot. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to get number one. But does the entire NFC East make the playoffs, Kyle? No. No. Who's out? Um. The Giants are out and the Commanders are out. Oh, wow. Yes. The Commanders were a team we were talking about making the playoffs at a seven or a six. Totally. The only teams in are the Eagles and Cowboys. I like that. I like that. And you know what? Maybe one of those teams could make it. Okay. So, but the remember, the Seahawks have the same record. Mm -hmm. So, seven and six. if, If these two teams lose, Right, obviously they can't next week. They're playing each other, but the winner of this game will just literally just do this, right? Mm-hmm. Unless the Seahawks win, and then they're out. Yep. The loser of Sunday's game between the Giants and Commanders, if Seattle wins, is out of the playoffs. I would go even as far as to say the loser of that Commanders Giants game is not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. I like it. Um, and I got I got the Lions. <laughs> I got the Lions. They're they're what two games back right now? Yeah, they're no, they're one game back. I don't. They're one and a half because they're seven ties. and six. Yeah. Seven and six, six and seven, six and seven. Yeah, Lions are one game back. They're definitely playing better than the Seahawks, Giants, and Commanders. They let are. me get the Commanders and Lions joining the the yeah. Cowboys in those wild card spots. I have to agree. I don't think the Seahawks. I think I, we already had them losing this week. Wait, you have the Cowboys in the wild card? Cowboys. Well, they're number five. No, but like by the end of the season. Oh well, yeah, they're not taking over Philly. You don't think so? Their division? No way. There's no way. The, the The Cowboys are ten and three. Philly has already clinched the playoff spot at twelve and one. So they're just two games ahead of them. With what? Was that four weeks left? Um, there's no. I I don't think there's any way the Cowboys have shown struggles. The only time the, the Phillies have only lost the commanders. They've had struggles and wins, but the Cowboys have had struggles and losses. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And they struggled against the, the Texans for well, Christ's sake. The Eagles will lose against the Bears on Sunday. No, they won't. So no, that's one. No, and then they I want them to lose, but I don't think it'll They're happen. gonna lose against the Bears. They're gonna <laughs> lose against the Bears. And then after that, yeah. they're playing the Cowboys. And the the winner of that <laughs> the, the winner of that game takes will, the division. Will take lead. the division. So what you're saying is great and all. But once the Bears win, none of this is going to matter because the Cowboys are playing the Eagles next week. I got the Cowboys winning as well, but it, I mean, I got the I, Eagles winning the division. It's just it's worth bringing up. I I can't see the Eagles having a losing record in the last four games, and the and the Cowboys having a winning record. I can't see that. I can't see that. The Eagles have a pretty easy stretch. Here. They have the easiest schedule in they the have NFL. The Giants, think, from what I've seen, yeah, uh, 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 like NFL.com. I've got the Cowboys at number five. Saints, I've Giants. got, I've got Saints. That's the Eagles stretch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. There's no way they have a losing record unless they um, lose to the Bears. Unless they lose and then to the, the Bears. Cowboys. Take it to the bank. Eagles are losing to the Bears. Take it to the bank, and if you fail, blame Kyle. Um, so I've got one or two. One of two. I think it's more the Commanders taking number six or seven. And yes, I've got the Lions coming in too. You they're, do? They're six and seven. I think they're going to get the seventh seed for the wild card. I think. Aiden Hutchinson falls out in his wild card game. The Lions lose, and they end up losing to, I believe, who is it? The uh, one of the 49ers or Jesus, the Bucks. Ugh. Um, might even be the Carolina Panthers, depending on how the Bucks win. Uh, you know, finish the season. So you got the Lions losing one of their stretches. No, 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 no. no. I got the Lions going into the playoffs at a number seven seed. Number six seed will be the Commanders. Number five will be the Cowboys. And the and and the Lions will play one of either the, I think the two seed Vikings or 49ers. Sorry, one of those. I think they play one of those teams. So the Lions would be the seventh seed, the very last seed. Yeah. So they so they Bucks. would play the two seed. So oh, so they play the Vikings. It would be Lions Vikings. That's insane. That's an NFC North matchup right and there. And the Lions would win. You haven't had that since the Bears Packers in 2011 or 2012 when they met in the NFC Championship. Yeah. And one of them and Packers ended up winning the Super Bowl, but whatever. We don't talk about the past. Yeah, they beat um, the so, Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> but another interesting thing is the Bucks are six and seven with the division lead, and you got the Carolina Panthers playing really well. Oh my gosh, stop it! Isn't that insane though? Five and eight, the Carolina Panthers aren't. You're enough. not going to talk about the no, 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 Packers no, 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 at no, no, five and eight? No, absolutely not, because the Packers don't don't have the chance to take the division, while the five and eight Panthers. Have a chance to beat the six and seven oh, bucks. Oh, I got you now. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about the wild cards. Imagine the Bucks at nine and eight, or not the Bucks, the, the Panthers at nine and eight, or even eight and nine with the four seed in the playoffs. Wow. Or the Bucks. Terrible team. We've seen that in the NFC East. We've seen seven and nine Giants it's get in. in. Yeah. They won the insane. Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl that year. So they were just better. So I've got, yeah. Number five, Cowboys. Number six, Commanders. Number seven, Lions. And really, the Seahawks NFC South. That, yeah, the Seahawks miss it. The NFC South is still up for grabs. Yeah. Still up for grabs. Which is insane. If you would have told me that the best team in the NFC, what is this, the NFC East, mm-hmm. is going to be <laughs> five and eight, and, and you're like <laughs> – the second best team is five and eight, and I'm not going to tell you what the Bucks are. Yeah, yeah. And there's Isn't that three more weeks stupid? till the end of the season. It's almost unfair, but hey, that's football, baby. Yep. So that was our episode of Only Football. 
Hopefully you guys agree with all our takes. And if not, again, if you lose money, we are not responsible <laughs> yeah. for anything patent pending on everything we said in this episode as well. Kyle? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, man. And where can they find you on Twitter to follow all your takes? To... <laughs> He's not even going to say it. You can't hear him. <laughs> where can they find you on Twitter, Kyle? Find me on Twitter at F-T-B-L-O-N-L-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Give me a follow. I would really appreciate it. I even follow you back. I'm I'm really enjoying Twitter. I'm, I think I'm good at it now. <laughs> You're good at it. This has been a You're really productive football season for me. Yes, it has. A lot of good things that come out of this season. And thank you guys for continuing to support this channel. Yep. You can find me on Twitter at and now Rick. You can also find the Star Six Media account on Twitter at underscore Star Six Media. You can also follow us at Star Six Media on Instagram. YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and Facebook. So go follow all the all the accounts. Uh, if you're listening to us on uh, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you can listen to podcasts, hit that uh, or, or rate us on any of those apps. Hit those uh, notifications as well to get uh, notifications whenever we go live, whenever we release a podcast. Share us, like us, all that good stuff. Hit that subscribe button, everything. Do everything you can to support us here at Star Six Media and we have got EAFP talking World Cup. We've got Big League Chicago with all your Chicago sports. We've got Sports Strip Live talking about wrestling, boxing, MMA. We've got three up, three down for your MLB baseball needs. Slot shot hockey podcast for all your podcast needs. And I think I'm missing one more JCA, JCA. sports. Yes, hey. thank you. JCA sports for all your nationally televised sports news. Kyle, always a pleasure, brother. Yeah, man. Skull!